Hello, and welcome to a subscription box light episode on the Comic Book Page podcast. My name is John Mayo. In this episode, I will be opening up a subscription box and discussing the contents. We've got a number of different subscription boxes this month. We've got Z-Box, Geek Fuel, Comic-Con Box, and Loot Crate. So with that, let's get started. So, what we've got in front of us at this point is the Z-Box for... November. November or October? Oh, that's a good point. Um, I think it was the October one. I think it is officially the October one. But that makes me wonder... It just takes a while to ship it since it's coming from... Uh, this is a UK box, isn't it? It is, but it didn't ship till November 5th. Okay, maybe it's November. Anyways, it's one of the two. Uh, we're doing a uh, something a little different this time around. Um, the reason we picked up the Z-Box, which we don't normally get, is, among other things, it had a Back to the Future aspect. Yeah, it was officially the time travel theme. Right, so time travel, that's really cool. Um, but it also came with the Gray Sports Almanac from Back to the Future 2. Mm-hmm. So that was worth getting. We both thought that. So what we're doing differently is we both got one. Yeah, and see, that's the unfortunate thing of we both thought that being the comment. Yes, we share, but not that well. So this is going to be uh, a coordinated unboxing of of two theoretically identical Z-Boxes. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. We'll find out. Well, for instance, we somewhat obviously selected different shirts. I went for the women's shirt. You went for the men's shirt. So I don't know if all the shirts are identical, just different sizes. I mean, in theory, we're going to get the exact same things, different size shirts, but other than that, identical. In other cases, I mean, it's also possible that they have a random selection of, you know how some have had an action figure Mm -hmm. or a character piece and it's Maybe you get one character, maybe you get Mm -hmm. another. So we may have some of that. Now, they did have an exclusive Funko Pop for this box. Right. So we should get the same one. Mm -hmm. But I'm curious as to, are we going to get the exact same stuff? Or is it going to be the same sort of stuff, but again, not the exact same thing? Um, Now, this box is about 11 inches wide, about a little over seven and a half seven three quarters uh long and about what four four and a half four and a half four and a quarter deep um still need to get a better ruler uh we also both have microphone stands uh so we can kind of you know have our hands free as we we explore the box so i'm gonna start by opening mine and you open yours Now, on the inside of the box, we've got the TARDIS, we've got a Dalek, we've got the clock tower with Doc Brown silhouetted in front of it, and we've got Marty McFly. Um, so, try to get these items in the same order in both boxes. I'm just kind of open a little bit. The first is the uh, Z-Box exclusive Marty McFly figure. Mine's from uh, Back to the Future 2. It's 245, so the same one. Mm-hmm. Which is very cool. They also have a Doc Brown and a Marty McFly. I guess this is the one on the hoverboard. Right. Yeah, okay, cool. And that was what made this one the exclusive is he's on the hoverboard. Got it. So, again, back to the Future 2 themed. Next up, uh, okay, we can go with that. 
We've got uh, both of us, and again, same thing uh, in both boxes, the Blink Time wristwatch. Now, what's interesting is we'd gotten a black one of these through Loot Crate, I think, in the first month or two we got Loot Crate. Yeah. So this is gray. Uh, it says Blink Time. Um, does it say exclusive on here? No, but uh, Zavi, the company that we order the Z-Box from, they sell the Blink Time watches separately on their website. Ah, okay. And I don't know of any company in the U.S. that sells these Blink Time watches from the 5050 company. Mm -hmm. And again, we thought these were cool the first time we got it. So again, exactly. time travel, time uh, device makes sense. It's a, a good item. Um, but it's really, I think, the first time we've gotten any kind of, of duplicate item across all of the boxes we've gotten. Yeah. And it was one that I admired in your box and wished I had, so... Yeah, so getting this duplicated, not bad. Exactly. Next up, we've got a uh, pair of adult socks for Doctor Who, themed in the TARDIS. Mm-hmm. These are uh, BBC licensed or whatever, okay. So again, staying very much on their time travel theme. Now this next item, the Z-Box magazine, the cover of it is... Um, the uh, the image series Chrononauts, I believe, that uh, Drew and I reviewed an issue of. Um, and it is getting planned to be made into a movie. Well, and that may be the final item. You are indeed correct. We actually have the Chrononauts Z-Box exclusive trade. And it looks to have, yeah, the, the full series. So I, uh, again, have read this, enjoyed this. This is a... Again, Image Comics, $9.99 trade, collecting issues one through four. Now, it's interesting because this was a self-contained miniseries. I think they're going to do a sequel. Hmm. Um, but for them, one, for Image to price it at $9.99 is interesting. And two, to get the full thing in the, the box is kind of cool. Uh, the cover of it is a Z-Box exclusive, and it's got the two leads kind of doing the Back to the Future 2 riff uh, with the car, the, uh, the, the pose with the watches and stuff. And the Chrononauts in kind of a Back to the Future-ish logo. Um, now what's interesting is the bottom of the box says, Be Excellent to Each Other, uh, reference to Bill and Ted. Yeah. Um, interesting, though, there's nothing from Bill, Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted, yeah. Now looking through the uh, the Z-Box magazine again real quick, um, they've got photos from other people who've gotten Z-Boxes, mention of various time travel type devices. Including the Cosmic Treadmill. What's interesting is we've got Bernard's Watch, which is from some, t I guess, British TV series. The Time Turner from Harry Potter. No mention, though, of uh, the Omni, which I think is a, a classic time travel device. We've got an uh, article on different types of time travel, which is interesting. Various catchphrases from, it looks like, uh, Futurama. And then, of course, what's in the box. And recommendation on time travel soundtracks. The end. So, in addition to what was in the box, they had sent another package uh, with, presumably, and we'll find out in just a second, the um, sports almanac. You know, this is the second time they asked us very specifically what size t-shirt, etc., and there's no t-shirt. You know, that's... I didn't even pick up on that. You're right. Well, and what's interesting is it felt like there was room for mm -hmm. at least another item or two, like a t-shirt. Mm -hmm. 
And, I mean, not a complaint. I'm very happy with the contents of the box. Just a surprise that I was asked. And that could be because at the same time you sign up for a single box, you could also be signing up for a subscription. It does set expectations, though. Yeah. Now, in the more letter-sized, magazine size uh, other package we got, which was labeled Missing Item, is indeed Gray's Sports Almanac, um, and it is, on the interior, the uh, Back to the Future first issue that uh, Drew and I reviewed on the Weekly Comics Spotlight, which we thought was, was frankly, just okay. Uh, I've since read the second issue, which I thought was better, um, but I was hoping for a lot more out of, uh, out of the first issue than we got. Man, there were 34 retailer-exclusive covers on it. Um, and of course, this being one of them that makes it look like the sports almanac from, like I said, the, the second movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this being the Z-Box exclusive. Now, how much, how much did we pay for these? Um, once you convert it from British pounds over to U.S. dollars, including the 99 pence for shipping, it worked out to roughly $32. So $32 for... $10 trade, $4 comic book, uh, the Blink Time, and the Funko Pop and the socks. And the Blink Time's about $10. Yeah. And the Funko Pop, I would imagine, would be $15, $20 bucks at a, like Probably. a comic store or whatever. So mm-hmm. if it's, again, these things are, if it's themed uh, to your interest, it's it's worth uh, taking a shot on sometimes. For me, these were all, you know, good items or whatnot. But sometimes, you know, and again, we've done enough of these, people know it's, it can be hit or miss. Yeah. Um, and if you're not really into Funko Pop, that kind of, you know, would change the dynamic a bit, too. Oh, definitely. And Funko uh, actually was bought out recently. I forget by who, um, but just trying to, you know, take that success and, and leverage it further. Well, and I think they're starting a um, Star Wars bounty box. There'll be a monthly uh, box. And I think Z-Box got into a situation where in December they had already committed to doing a Star Wars Force box for their theme, but they also wanted to do a Doctor Who box. Well, I think some of them are doing additional boxes for the holidays, or even if you know somebody who's got a subscription, there's something to sell you. Yeah. And the Doctor Who box from the Z-Box people is 10 pounds more mm-hmm. than the regular monthly box. So it's a uber special box. Well, and some of these things, uh, they'd be more likely to get me to buy if if they gave me a little more information. And I get it's a mystery box and stuff, but... Well, going back to the, because they specifically asked me my t-shirt size, I was hoping for a cool time travel related t-shirt, and I got socks. Yeah. You know, not to say I won't find a use for the socks. I'm sure I will, but I kind of got excited about maybe I'll get a cool t-shirt. And I mean, it would have been nice to get a t-shirt that basically had the clock tower from Back to the Future, the DeLorean, and on either side, the TARDIS and the phone booth or something. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot they could have done. Yeah. Um, but again, expecting a t-shirt, not getting it, a little disappointing. Uh, Sports Almanac cover for the uh, the comic is kind of cool. Yeah, um, and this was a uh, a free with the Z-Box for like the first 500 people that ordered. Yeah, so it's definitely a limited uh, print run on the cover. Yeah. So... Anything else for this box, or does that do it for this one? I think that does it. Okay, the box I've got in front of me now, and pardon me as I adjust the microphone stand so it doesn't fall off the 
TV tray here, is the Geek Fuel monthly mystery box. We got this last month because it had Back to the Future stuff. Back to the Future, Star Wars. It listed multiple properties we knew you liked. And I basically did a month a month and haven't done anything about canceling it. So we got another one. And it says it has geeky goodness inside. And this one is about $23.90 after shipping. I get $17.90 before. And again, that's on a month to month. Might be a little cheaper if uh, I were to go extended with that, but mm -hmm. don't know that I will. So with that having been said, shall we uh, actually- we'll, we'll measure. We'll measure. Get the size. Some of these boxes, it's good to know how big it is. That's very true. That's very true. Gravity, yeah, and people yeah. prefer your inches to my, it's as tall as a Funko Pop. It's, let's see, 11 and a half inches uh, wide. It goes back uh, seven and a half inches and is four inches, a little under four inches tall. Yeah. So, decent sized box. Because there have been a couple that seem kind of tiny and a couple that seems, oh my god, those huge. Yes. All right, so opening this uh, big red Geek Fuel mystery box up. Again, it's got the cover, so ooh, it's still a mystery. I kind of like that. All right, and that's going to get in the way of the microphone, isn't it? Oh, well, well, this will... So if you hear paper flapping against the microphone repeatedly, it wasn't my fault. Oh, now that's just cheating. There, I put it under the microphone little tripod thing. I have a tiny little tabletop tripod stand, so that's, that's what we're using. All right, so first up, we have the Geek Fuel magazine... The spoiler alert. Um, referencing Mockingjay, Fallout, uh, holiday stuff, uh, small cons with big impact, and Star Wars Battlefront. So I'm going to put that off to the side, figure we'll look at it a little more at the end. We have what I am pretty sure is a uh, Mockingjay sticker Yeah. from The Hunger Games. That makes sense. Because part two is coming out right about now, I think. Yeah, I think so. We've got a Ghostbusters 30th anniversary, uh, I think, pack of playing cards. Um, it's certainly playing card size. Maybe it's collectible cards. I I wonder if it's like the uh, Princess Bride ones we got in a box a while back where every card has a different piece of artwork on it. Entirely possible. All right. The Ghostbusters cards are from the Albino Dragon, Albino Dragon games. All right. Next up, and I'm not entirely sure what this is for. From, but it is a Vault Tech Security Division like ID card with an image not found in place of a photo. Um, it's in a plastic little clip thing. And I mean, I, I know the show Expanse is starting on sci fi soon. Um, I'm just trying to think through what properties could it be part of. Something set in Boston. Uh, based on the address given on the uh, the back of the thing. It's got a little if found kind of a deal and a fake mag strip. So <laughs> if I had any idea what Voltec was about, and again, we'll go through the magazine at the end and that may give us a clue. Yeah. I, I fail the pop culture quiz at times. I fail it constantly. All right, next up, uh, Russ Pitts, How Video Games Are Made, book excerpt and downloadable video game uh, with Defense Grid 2 as the downloadable game. And interesting, I guess if you... Uh, Want the full book, you could get it, and it's a $15 value for that game with the uh, Steam download code. That's right. This is the box that has a Steam game every month, isn't it? Yeah. I'd forgotten that. Well, and for people into video games, having an excerpt of how the games are made and might interest them in the book. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. All right. Next up, we have Pac-Man salt and pepper pots in the shape of the uh, red and blue ghosts. That's kind of cute. Uh, blinky and inky. 
Now, see, if you set a proper dinner table when I came over, you could give me salt and pepper in appropriate shakers. Nah, TV trays in front of a big screen. I think that's sufficient. Yeah, Blinky and Inky. I did. I know I'd forgotten they have names. It was Blinky, Inky, Clyde, and what was the other one? I have long since forgotten my Pac-Man trivia. Man. I apologize. I know. All right. Next up, we have, uh, I believe, the T-shirt. Yep. So far, I can tell it's gray. A uh, Star Wars Resistance uh, t-shirt. It's gray, and it's got what looks like a ti- uh, X-Wing, as if it were the parts on a sprue kit where you'd have to break off the plastic and build the model. And down at the bottom, it very carefully says, the Force not included. So that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That's one of the better t-shirts I think we've gotten. I would agree. Wow, an actual rolled poster. Yeah, which is going to make me unroll it to find out what it is. I am. Actually, uh, we can cheat and look at the uh, answer key at the bottom. So, it is a War Never Changes propaganda poster. Even from that, I can't tell what it's from. So, again, we got this salt and pepper shakers, the playing cards. I think it's Fallout that the uh, credentials are for. Ah, okay. That's a uh, computer game, right? Yeah. And I think it can unlock stuff within the game, which is kind of cool if you play the game. Again, not a hardcore gamer myself. I wonder how. Um, grab your credentials and use your technician ID and clearance number on your security card uh, to see if you can unlock the vault and win the ultimate Fallout giveaway. So it's... Yeah, it's got a tech ID and small print on the back and a clearance number and small print on the back right under the address you found. For if okay. found, please return to. And then a Geek Fuel unlock the vault to see if you've won. So again, they're doing the kind of the, the contest or whatever mm-hmm. within. Yeah. And then, of course, they've got the exclusive Assemble the Resistance t-shirt thing on the back. So, uh, don't know if I'll play the game. Um, curious about the book and stuff. Overall, not a not a bad box. Um, no, I mean I'm like we already joked. I'm not much for setting a proper table on a nightly basis and you know filling the decorative salt and pepper shakers. But I think they're cute. And even if you aren't using them for salt and pepper, again with the desk ornaments theme. Yeah, I think the salt and pepper shaker are cute and. Yeah, as much as I was joking recently of, does every household in America still have a deck of playing cards? I think the Ghostbusters cards are a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Flipping through the uh, magazine to see if there's anything particularly cool. Article on the game. Uh, He's wanting to find out what I was oblivious to. No, just a matter of, is there anything in here that's just, you know... I actually thought the magazine was going to have the key code to what all was in the box. Yeah, I was thinking that too, which is why I was curious what was in here since they had the answer key at the bottom. Yeah. So, uh, to me, the big thing out of this box was the uh, the t-shirt. Yeah. That was the cool stuff. The others, uh, good, but I could have lived without, but, you know, didn't object to having. Yeah. So, this is one that still is kind of on that probation thing. Don't know that I got to continue with it, but certainly I'm not feeling like I need to cancel it. I think December, with the various themes that I've been hearing from the various boxes, there's lots of Doctor Who because they have the Christmas special. Oh, yeah. Uh, Star Wars is hitting the theaters. I think the December boxes will be good for us. And then I think at the new year will be the time when you want to drop off any month-to-month boxes that aren't hitting high with you. Because I don't know of any properties having big releases early in the year. And nothing usually does. It's usually a dead time. Exactly. Or any themes that would logically come out where you'd say, oh, yeah, of course I'm going to want January. That's when somebody always does Sherlock or something. I don't know of anything like that. And I need to see how many more uh, loot crates I've got. I was thinking you started loot crate about April. That's what I was thinking, too. And then the question is, 
do we continue getting the box after that point? Do we just, you know, kind of wrap up the box lights? Don't know. Uh, hopefully people will weigh in, see what they think. Yeah. So I think that does it for this box. Agreed. Okay, the box I have in front of me now is the Wizard World Comic-Con box. This is the one for, uh, what month are we in? November? We're in November. Yeah. This is a somewhat sizable box compared to a lot of the others. It is about 11 and a half inches wide, about eight and three quarters deep, and four or three and uh, three quarters, almost four inches tall. Yeah. And they've started overboxing their boxes, which I kind of like because the outside is so decorative and I didn't like it being all labeled up and banged up. Yeah. A number of them, like the the geek one, it's just that's the, the box it ships in is the box. This has the Comic-Con box inside of just a regular brown corrugated cardboard mm-hmm. thing. Well, um, for that matter, we didn't mention it with the Z-Box, but it came in a bag with a handle Yeah, for easier courier delivery, which I thought was kind of entertaining. Uh, on the side of this, they mentioned again Supergirl uh, Monday on CBS. Same on the other uh, other end. And the bottom is a poster for yeah. Supergirl, basically. And the bottom is kind of, yeah, the... Supergirl Monday's CBS, uh, so they're definitely promoting the show. Mm-hmm. It's a good show. Well, it also makes me wonder slash hope that next year's round of Wizard World conventions will have some of the Supergirl cast. Who knows? They might even bring a few to Austin. Yeah, I'm yeah, still yeah. a little bummed that the week after Austin, they had like almost all of the Arrow cast at their next convention. Yeah, I don't think that got into one of our podcasts, but that was something that you know I got curious. Was Austin just feeling a bit unloved was i imagining it so i looked up who the guests were at the one week later convention yeah Stephen amell john barrowman um i can't believe i can't think of the, well, the guy who plays diggle, diggle whose name i'm forgetting name. Um, david ramsey david ramsey thank you um katie cassidy and i think it was willa holland there were five of them or uh was it the one who played quentin oh yeah uh, you're paul right blackthorn paul blackthorn that's who it was paul. and they had ben mckenzie from gotham yeah, yeah. So, and they had Bruce Campbell. So, we had Bruce Campbell in Austin. Well, agreed, we did. But, I mean, it's not like they shuffled out. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, All back right, to the box. All right, so Comic-Con box, uh, $29.97. Um, I've done, uh, I'm not sure how many. This may be the one that rotates every three that renews. No. Oh, that. I'm sorry. I thought you meant the every other month thing. No, that's uh, um, uh, Marvel that does that. This, I think, flipped to a month-to-month after you did a three-month cycle to see if you liked it. But right. we should log in I and need check. To keep closer track of that, obviously. And this is another one of do we continue with or not? Because it's it's sometimes it's been pretty good, other times, yeah, it's been okay. Yeah. So far at this one, this point, the only one I'm certain I'd probably continue with is the Marvel one. Well, and to me, that makes perfect sense because you know you like Marvel. Yeah. It's it well. It's the most focused mystery mm-hmm. box I'm getting. Yeah, and that's why I'm curious about the. Uh, I think they nicknamed it Smuggler's Bounty for Star Wars. That's starting up. Oh, I'll have to consider that one too. All right, so opening this one up. Yes. You sure? No. Okay, we're going anyways. <laughs> All right, we will start with this. Let's see. We've got uh, Game of Thrones Vinyl Figure Edition Two. It's a mystery figure. It could be anybody. One of, wow, they've got uh, 12 different ones it could be. I would name them off if I had any idea who the names of these characters were. And again, this is one Game of Thrones very popular, just not something I'm into. So it really doesn't matter to me which one's in the box. Agreed. It's a uh, Funko product. They didn't name 
the people on the back. They just put their pictures, which to people like us who don't watch the show, that's not quite fair. Yeah. Um, but it clearly tells you that Funko expects fans of Game of Thrones to be the only people buying this. Well, if they're not going to name the characters on the back. There's the theory that outside of a mystery box, if you're buying it, you know the stuff. Yeah. But it makes it hard to buy something like that as a gift. That was my thinking, exactly. But it's a mystery figure in the box, so even if you knew the names, you couldn't guarantee which one you are. That's true. It is a mystery me. Okay, yeah. That's the sort of thing, if I saw it on the shelf at a comic book store or at a convention, I would be reluctant to get into because it's like, well, I want to buy the ones I want to buy. Yeah. All right, next item. This is the uh, Funko Pop figure. It is uh, number 307. It's from The Walking Dead. It is Michonne. Um, she's shown with a pistol and what looks like a, a police uniform on, which, I mean, it's almost like she's dressed like Rick Grimes, which is a little puzzling. Uh, she's best known for having swords and a couple of zombies with her. Um, I, of course, read The Walking Dead. I have only watched the pilot of the TV show and decided that was a more realistic depiction of the story than I needed. Yeah, it, it was very good, and that's why I don't watch it. Yeah, they're only showing four in this series on the back, which I think is kind of interesting. And it's a super stylized vinyl figure. I don't know if we've noticed that phrase on the others or not. I kind of like her. I mean, even not being someone who watches the show, I think it's a well-done little figure. No, I agree with that. It just didn't look, wasn't the attire and, and whatnot that I would have expected for the character. See, and but I read the comic, yeah. I don't watch the TV show. It may be perfectly in keeping with that. Yeah, that's the difference of familiarity with the property, though, versus I have no clue about the property. So I just look at it as a, would I pick this up in a store and say, hey, that's that's cute. I know a Walking Dead fan. This might be a good gift. Well, and again, it's Walking Dead AMC, so clearly the TV version. So yes. They're being very upfront about that, which I appreciate. All right, next up, we have a stick bot which is a little tiny action figure thing with suction cups where the hands and feet would be. And presumably you could just either stick it on a window. I guess they're suggesting it use it for animation like stop motion or something with your iOS or Android phone using Stickbox, Stickbot Studio. It does not come out uh, very well. Interesting. It's a pink little thing. Hmm. Again, that's the kind of thing you got kids or whatever. I could see them going kind of nuts over that. Mm-hmm. That's a free app. Smart. Yeah. Okay, next up, we've got a Superstars big screen action figure from Rocky IV. It is Drago, uh, which is... Who played that? That Was that Dolph Lundgren's character? It might be. The other ones are available are Rocky Balboa and Apollo Creed. It's uh, actually action figure's not quite the right term. It's a mini statue. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem to have any points of articulation. It's a little exaggerated. The legs are kind of tiny. The head's uh, re- reasonably big. Um, but, you know, cool looking and... Gets the the character pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, those knees aren't holding up that body. Okay, we now have a bright orange t-shirt. Uh, seems to be kind of based on, I would say, almost a Monopoly style. Uh, Chance, take a walk in the wasteland advance token to Megaton. Comic-Con box exclusive. It's got the logo on there and stuff. Mm-hmm. Nothing on the back. Really, uh, I don't say vibrant orange, but almost it like is. a peach color. Yeah, it's... It's an... Not a color I would wear and not a design I would I would wear even if it was a better color. But if you wore this, I could spot you from a mile away. Not after you've been blinded by it. <laughs> Do that out in the sunlight and it's like, ow, oh, my eyes. Okay, next up, we have a never give up tea towel, I guess. Bar towel. Bar towel. 
Hustle, loyalty, respect. Fight club, maybe? I have no idea. We're going to need the uh, the guide to solve the mysteries at the this end of this box. This is another failure on the, the pop culture quiz. Well, yes, but also because there's nothing on this tag other than washing instructions, but there's nothing that tells you. They may not be able to, because if it's an unlicensed thing... True, true. Um, they may get in trouble for that. There is a uh, mouse pad, Enjoy Nuka Dew, and it's in the style of Mountain Dew, at the Wasteland's Atomic Choice. It's actually fairly thick, uh, nice-looking mouse pad. Wasteland's, so probably Walking Dead? Or uh, Wasteland uh, uh, video game. Ah. All right, now we're getting down to the bottom. This is where we get to the art stuff. Let me uh, open that up. We didn't have, I guess there's, yeah, there's a uh, postcard that falls out when I take these out. Okay. I'm going to move the big box for the moment. Put the stuff here. Okay, so, uh, first thing we have is a Supergirl number one comic uh, with a Wizard World uh, Comic-Con box exclusive cover. I presume this is the new 52 version. I'm going to say John Boy is the artist, but uh, even my glasses, I'm not entirely sure. Well, the costume in the artwork is exactly what she's wearing on the show. Yeah, yeah. That right there is... Yeah, John Boy. Entry, yeah. So, nice. And again, I've I've got all the Supergirl comics of the last few decades, so I'm mm -hmm. sure I have a copy of this, but still very cool. Yeah. And it's a nice cover. It's um, got Supergirl breaking out of the Kryptonite chains. It's evocative of a classic uh, Superman cover, Kryptonite No More. And don't ask me if it was Superman or Action or what issue number, because I don't know. First piece of art we have is uh, Superman, which is a very, or, or maybe it's... Bizarro, uh, very abstract, kind of a watercolory, uh, impressionistic sort of a thing. Yeah, that's exactly how I would describe it. Not exactly uh, the art style of, of my choice, but uh, not bad. Mm -hmm. And then we've got a James Bond ah uh, piece of art. Sean Connery and Daniel Craig. I'm seeing. Yeah, that's uh, Connery. I think in two places, and uh, Craig, and then uh, the signature car and such. And a little bit of kind of the opening eye or whatever Irish thing. Nice, yeah. So we've got a uh, enter to win epic prizes by taking a picture of your box seven. Just hashtag da 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 da. Uh, we've got a winter's coming yeah, limited edition custom Deadpool Winter Warrior on the back of that. Because mm, you need more figures. I actually have quite a few. Uh, apparently, you can win twenty thousand dollars in oh. cash prizes with that stickbot contest. Oh, wow. You so, need to make a stickbot movie. Um, that's uh, interesting. And then on the back of this postcard, it's got more information about the different Rocky figures. Mm. Uh, Apollo Creed, uh, Lang, Ivan Draco, which is interesting. Um, Lang, I don't think, was uh, listed on the back of the figure. No. So if you're into those uh, Rocky movies, you can get the, the figures based on those. So this theme was Survivor, which is what I thought it was last month. Oh. Because it's got the Superman S, the lightning bolt, and the, uh, uh, the O. Yeah, that's what I thought it was last month. All right. Maybe I'm mistaken. Hmm. So, take a chance, Megaton, Nuke Doo. We've got the t-shirt and the mouse pad. Those go together. The Walking Dead uh, Funko Pop. It looks like, again, there's a selection of them. The 2011 Supergirl number one. So, it is from uh, the New 52. John Boy Myers is the artist on the cover. Rob Pryor did the uh, James Bond one. And... Han uh, Solo Soloski 
did the uh, Lone Survivor, the the Superman one. Uh, and they've got contact information. If you like uh, the art from those, they point you to their um, website and, I guess, Twitter so you can get in contact with them. That's, that's, that's really cool. cool. Yeah. Box 8 will be the Star Box. They've got a lot of Star Wars-type references on it. R2, Stormtrooper, X-Wings, the Millennium Falcon, you know, the whole kit and caboodle. So... Yeah, going back to my speculation that There'll be a lot of Star Wars next month with the movie and whatnot. Go figure. So, uh, t-shirt this time around didn't, you know, really wow me. The theming on the mouse pad, again, didn't really click with me. Um, This is one where... It's not like I hated anything in the box, but it's also not one where I'm thinking, wow, I really have to keep going with this one. Yeah, none of it, well, I mean, except the Super Super Girl comic you've already read, none of it is specifically one of the properties that we really enjoy week after week. Yeah, and even the comic, like I said, I've got the uh, comic, I don't need the additional cover. Yeah. So this is one that we need to see how many more we've got, and we'll give it, again, Star Wars in another month or two. But this is one that uh, very well may get uh, cut. Not because it's bad, but it's just it's targeted to a a different audience, broader audience or whatever, than where our interests tend to lie. Yeah. So anything else on this box? Does that pretty much do it? I think that does it. Cool. Okay, the boxes we have in front of us are the Loot Crate for November 2015. And that's right, I said boxes plural. Now, I've been apparently with Loot Crate long enough that they gave me the ability to invite two people into it. My sister heard that and said, me, 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 me. So That was a very good impersonation of my response. So she got one of them, and then uh, I sent one to uh, Jason Kim, our listener out in Hawaii. He's been uh, very involved both of the previous Spotlight, also was very helpful posting um, solicitation links and stuff like that. In a couple of months, I couldn't do it, and I really appreciated that. And I'll be honest, I did go through the uh, previews or the the subscription box light thread. And there were one or two people say, "Oh, you saved me some money." It's like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> which is fair because again, this isn't for everybody. And trying to find somebody that I thought it'd be a good match for, yes, both a good match and a way to say thank you. Yes. So with that, we've got uh, what we think are going to be matching loot crates. We will find out uh, as we go through this. I'm trying to remember the theme for November, and I can't. I knew it at one point. I wrote it down at one point. It's okay. sitting by my computer, and I don't remember. Okay. well, and Combat. That's, yeah, that sounds right. And that's part of the problem with uh, paying attention to multiple boxes. And I've started seeing, like, on Twitter, there's um, a box called One Up uh, got in touch, you know, followed mm-hmm. me, and um, several other boxes. So now I'm seeing so many themes kind yeah. of being pitched at me that I'm forgetting which theme is associated with which box. It was easier when we just got the Loot Crate and, or just the Loot Crate and the Marvel Collector Core. But we've been getting a couple of the Geek Fuel, the Z-Boxes. Uh, there are a couple of the ones over at Superhero Stuff I'm tempted by. Mm, agreed. There, there's actually about three or four over there that I may get. We may just do an episode just on that or a really long subscription box. List. John has been hinting to me that Christmas is coming. And John has bad spending habits. Between the two, I need to kind of curb some of this. So, all right, shall we open this up, see what we got? Yes. All right. So, again, dueling boxes. We've got on the inside of the box uh, kind of a overgrown road giving kind of a post-apocalyptic impression. Yeah. First thing out is uh, Shredder's uh, Shades. This is a pair of sunglasses with Shredder's mask on them from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So I can see uh, where kids might go kind of nuts over this. This is a 
an interesting concept. I could see them doing this for uh, Batman or Wonder Woman, uh, uh, Spider-Man. Um, actually, this kind of reminds me, wrong colors and stuff, but of uh, Nova also from Marvel. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of interesting. Something kids could have fun with and would have been handy for kids at Halloween. Yeah. Next up from Blizzard, we've got Cute But Deadly Series 1 figures. We've got... It's a random assortment, as I dig for my glasses. We've got purple text on a black background. Yeah. Blue text on a black background. There's a Loot Crate exclusive Murloc 4 36 down at the bottom uh, Yeah, I, I saw that. I was just trying to see if this was marked as exclusive. I... I'm not familiar with Cupid Deadly, so this is one of those that means almost nothing to me. Yeah. Yeah, I have to go with that. means nothing to me, and none of these are leaping out at me as, hey, this is cute. I'd love to put it on my desk. Mm-hmm. But again, there are going to be people that are just kind of nuts over it, so different things, different people. From uh, the Hunger Games Mockingjay, we've got a, a nice-looking pin for uh, part two. It's uh, kind of the bird. Now, mm-hmm. I've got the original Hunger Games DVD... Uh, I've got one or two others. At some point, we'll do a, a roundtable or a, a discussion on those. Um, it's I just a matter curious. of finding the time to go watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious about those. I've got enough DVDs and Blu-rays stacked up that we could be doing... Um, <laughs> For the know. rest of our lives, we could be watching DVDs. Which is not a bad life if it paid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gift of Geek from Loot Crate. Oh, this is clever. It's a regifting tool. Ah. It's a bunch of uh, Christmas tag, uh, gift tags. Two from tags that say, uh, loot crate, gift to... Re-gift your loot to someone who uh, will love it as much as we love you, kind of a thing. Yeah. Smart move on their part. Yeah, so acknowledging that not everything has hit with you this year, but pass it on to one of your friends or family. Only four of the tags, so they're hoping the majority of items have been something you loved. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's something, though, they could almost do in every box with kind of an I loot you. Kind of an approach. Yeah, and it's a great way for them to be encouraging people to get into Loot Crate. Mm -hmm. Because it's almost a, if you had been subscribing to Loot Crate, you wouldn't have needed me to re-gift it to you. You'd have gotten it yourself. Well, this is the kind of thing that I'm surprised somebody hasn't done, like a curated box for the office environment. Mm. Whereas like a manager or whatever, or just a part of a team, you could basically check off, I've got somebody who like this, like this, like this, and be sure to get something for everybody every month or something. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a, a, a market for that. Next, we've got Vault Boy Bobblehead from Vault Tech Industries. I, Which we established was for a video game from one of the other boxes. We recognized Vault Tech tied into some video game. I think it was tied into Fallout? That sounds right. We saw it on the yeah. badge, I think. I got number 111. You got the same one. Each right. bobblehead is good for 10 skill points or one statistic point. Increase may not exceed level 100 skills or level 10 stats. By opening this package, you agree to exempt Voltec from all responsibility, warranted or otherwise, for any side effect or usage. I'm not enough of a gamer for that to really mean Mm-mm. much of anything to me. So, so far, not a whole lot in this box is reaching out saying, oh my god, this is amazing to me. I mean, the the shredder glasses, I got no use for, but it's like, okay, I get it. Really, I would say the uh, the mocking... Uh, the 
Yeah, mocking J Pen. Yeah. Failure for this bobblehead to increase your stats is almost certainly your fault and cannot be held against Voltec or its subsidiaries. Mm. So they at least tried to be humorous on the packaging. No, they did a good job on that. You know, but yeah, just not something that resonates with me. All right. Next up, we've got... Magnets? Magnets. I was going to say, at first I was thinking stickers, but then I picked it up and it had a little heft to it. Uh, Again, for cute but deadly, uh, this is again from Blizzard. So presumably they've got some kind of a uh, uh, deal worked out with Blizzard, which, hey, makes sense. Not something I have, again, particular need of. Uh, Next up, we've got both the pin for Loot Crate this time around, which has a... Combat, you were right. Uh, What's the image? Is that like a double-decker bus? Uh, Yeah, that's been through a war zone. Apocalyptic. Yeah, kind of been armored. uh, The November magazine. And then also, is the bottom of the box, we've got a Street Fighter hyper-looting number one comic book. Mm-hmm. Looks to be a Loot Crate exclusive. This is actually a comic I don't have, uh, so I'm kind of curious about uh, what's in it. It's been a while since I've really checked out much from uh, Udon Studios. At one point, they had a pretty good house style that I really liked. But flipping through the uh, magazine real quick, just to see what we got. Uh, again, the pictures of other people, including one with a really large stack of, of boxes, precariously uh, stacked. Stuff on epic video game rivalries that create on YouTube. What's in this month's Mega Crate? Kids vs. Kids. Interview with Kyle Edwards, host for WWE, I guess. All right, so we've got uh, in this month's loot, again, the magnet set, the bobblehead, the shredder sunglasses, the pin from Mockingjay, the uh, comic book from uh, uh, Street Fighter, and then a uh, one of the mystery figures. And the button. And the button. So this is um, it was an okay one. I would say it was more of a miss than a hit for me personally. I would agree. But I think this is the nature of them trying to hit a pretty broad spectrum, uh, diving a bit more into the video game stuff than I do. But it's one of the world's largest entertainment industries, so it makes sense. But I also wonder if it was really a great box for them to use to try and get new people in. I don't know. I think it's just that I'd been a subscriber for six months or whatever, so I think they do would do that for every month to different different people. Interesting. Okay. So I don't think this yeah. was explicitly a, an entry point box. Yeah, but it was a random thing. Yeah. Again, not a bad box, just not one that really particularly resonated with me. Mm-hmm. As I put stuff back in the box noisily. Well, and it's not a box that makes me say, oh, wow, I need to join Loot Crate now. Yeah, but I think part of the challenge with that is the the target audience they're going for is pretty broad. This is where I think their anime box that I think they're doing is a bit more targeted. And they're doing, what, Pets box now? Oh, okay. I hadn't heard about that one. That one, in, I'm pretty sure they just announced they're going to start that one. So again, this wasn't bad, but this is, is not one that makes me think, based on just this box, I need to, to renew. Yeah. And there is going to come a point where I'm going to decide, is it worth spending the money on these things? Well, and maybe something to consider is we reach a point, and maybe listeners have a suggestion for when that point is, of we pull all the boxes from Geek Fuel, from Loot Crate, from whoever together, and we look at them as one mass of objects. Oh, I see what you're saying. Instead of individual months. Kind of when we hit the one-year point on Loot Crate, 
go back through. Look at everything from Loot Crate together. The challenges with that is I've already obviously picked a few things out of the boxes, so I don't Very have it true. all together. We do have the magazines, and we could just use that as the guide. True. Um, but just kind of rating. And, you know, actually, we didn't get a shirt this month. That's true. Because um, often that's one of the things that kind of tips the fence for me. Yeah. Is just, you know, I really like the shirt or I really don't like the shirt. Or it's cool, but I'm, uh, I'm not going to wear it. Yeah. So that would be interesting, though, to do a, a retrospective after the year. Both for Loot Crate, the Marvel one. Mm-hmm. We'll have to think about maybe one or two of the others, the Comic-Con box. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things, these episodes require virtually zero prep time other than, hey, should we get this box? Yeah. But they're also probably the most expensive episodes we do. Agreed. Because this box was uh, $13.95, I think, uh, before shipping $19.95 afterwards. And again, I got a a bit of a deal because I got the year subscription, that kind of thing. But that does add up over the course of the year. Yeah. So I've probably spent few hundred dollars easily across all of these boxes. Yeah. And the question is, is that where I want to keep spending the money or not? So listeners, uh, please hop on the forum, weigh in on that. Uh, let me know what you think. Uh, not that that's a binding commitment or anything. I may drop it nonetheless, but <laughs> it's one of those things that, you know, uh, a couple of years back, I was between jobs. This would have been the sort of episode that would have ended immediately. Yeah. Well, and getting other people's perspectives can sometimes make us think of things or look at things from a different viewpoint. And yeah. somebody may put something up on the forum that just makes us stop and go, hey, I hadn't considered it that way. That is an excellent way to look at this. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's the kind of thing that I could spend that kind of money on selected items and have a much more targeted thing, not have kind of the uh, the proverbial bang for the buck or whatever that they claim with these boxes. But- that's mitigated by how much of a hit each box is for you. Yeah. Anything else on this box? Or does that pretty much do it? I think that does it. Cool. The show notes and form for this podcast can be found at www.comicbookpage.com under the podcast and forum sections of the website. Please email us at theguys at comicbookpage.com and let us know what you think of what was discussed in this episode. Thanks for listening.